Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. What's up? It's Johnny King. And if you've never read The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, highly, highly recommend The Four Agreements. It's uh, a practical guide to personal freedom. It's really good. The Four Agreements, in short, are as follows. Number one, be impeccable with your word. I'm constantly talking about uh, we are as good as our integrity to our word. And if, if we can't uh, if other people can't count on us for doing what we say we're going to do, if we can't count on ourselves for doing what we're going to say or what we say we're going to do, then our word meaning means nothing, and our sense of integrity means nothing, right? And it'll continue. The more you break agreements with yourself and with others, the more it chips away at your self-esteem. Okay. Number two is don't take anything personally. This is a pretty tough one because I think people. We are all inherently uh, insecure in different ways, and it's very easy to think, uh, oh, this, this must be something about me. I do know, I mean, in many regards, I'm, I'm very secure. In other regards, I'm very insecure, right? Um, and I'm growing. But like, for instance, in my relationship, or let's just say all of my relationships, it's getting better and better and better, I see, because I'm getting more secure and I'm working on it every single day. But I'm highly aware of that if... If uh, whomever I'm dating, for instance, right now, my, my lady, if she's upset, my initial first reaction is like, what did I do? <laughs> what, what did I do, right? I, I, I take things personally. And I have to be like, no, wait. It typically has nothing to do with me. And I just have to breathe and I have to work my way through it, right? Number three is don't make assumptions. Well, sometimes if we assume that it's <laughs> – if we're assuming that everything is personal – Right, it kind of ties in pretty closely with with number two, but don't make assumptions. Is goes right in line with how our brain constantly is making things to mean uh, a variety of things, <clears throat> and could throw us under the bu- the bus, could throw someone else under the bus. It could be, you know, whatever it is. It, it's just something that requires us to constantly be playing and thinking above the line, where we're a victor and not a victim to life, and that a victim thinking is below the line. Okay. And then number four is always do your best. Pretty self-explanatory, right? But a lot easier said than done. Um, and why I bring this up is because <clears throat> I was talking to a buddy this morning, in fact, and uh, he, he met this gal over the weekend, uh, like a week ago. And he's just like, man, she was awesome. Awesome. They had a, a great couple of dates and now he hasn't heard from her for a couple of days, which man, man, if you, <laughs> If you haven't dated in a long time, if you've been married for a long time, you probably might forget <laughs> how tough that can be, and especially in a world of text messaging and dating apps. Ghosting is very typical, um, and it's, it's, it's the result of people um, not being impeccable with their word, you know. However, there's a lot, the four agreements comes into play with with this example of being ghosted. And he asked me if I've been ghosted. I'm like, you kidding me? Like anyone that's been dating within the last decade has been ghosted, right? 
Um, it, but it, but knowing how it's how it feels, I was always very uh, cognizant of if I went out on a date with a gal, and let's say um, I didn't feel a, a great sense of connection, but she did. Or either way, it doesn't matter. But if I've just typically, I'd go on one date. If I didn't feel like I really wanted to see her again, I just shoot her a text and say, "Hey, really nice to meet you. Enjoyed our conversation. Didn't feel the the level of connection that I'm looking for, but uh, you know, I wish you all the best in your continued you know search for uh, a partner and uh, take care. You know, <clears throat> and more times than not, I would get back a uh, a text from her saying like, hey, I thank you so much for just letting me know where you're at. Uh, totally enjoyed meeting you too. All the best. Cheers, right? So, <clears throat> but being ghosted, that's the hard part. When you're like, ah, and what comes to the surface, as I've said in other, uh, you know, other podcast episodes is like, as I've learned from my coach, man, the intimate relationship that you have with someone, because really what is the difference between a a friendship and like, a romantic relationship. The the real difference is in intimacy. It's physical intimacy. It's uh, emotional intimacy, right? But it's fertile ground, fertile ground for whatever you have from your your childhood to rear its ugly head. Whatever you have, like woundings, uh, to to come to the surface. So we are as needy as our own. I should say unmet needs from when we were younger. Okay. So that's why it's been interesting because I have been reading the book attached and it talks about the attachment styles and you're either secure or you are avoidant or you're anxious. Right. And, uh, when I was talking to my buddy, he's like, have you ever been ghosted? I was like, Oh dude. In fact, with my current girlfriend right now, it was, uh, maybe it was like three or four weeks into dating. We'd gone on maybe five, six dates and I was really, I was really digging. I was swooning, swooning for her, and uh, I really didn't know where she was at. I knew she was still out dating. I wasn't so much. I was kind of like, all right, I'm, I'm in, I'm into this. And, and not to mention, I had been dating a lot over the previous, you know, decade, and she just, you know, hadn't been. She'd just gotten out of a six-year relationship, so she was, you know, playing the field and, and every right she had to, to do that. And so, I remember. Uh, it was 4th of July weekend, and I've talked about this in regards to a different episode when I was talking about uh, kind of my first dabblings with mushrooms. That's not the point of what I'm going into now. However, I remember I hadn't heard from her, so I was giving, so then I was kind of like matching, because I didn't want to come off as desperate. I didn't want it, like, I've done, been in a place where I feel like this, again, the, the anxiousness, like the anxiety, of like, oh my God, like, I really like her. Uh, am I not going to hear from her and everything else? And I kind of knew that if I were to press, it could very well be intense, too intense, and come off needy and turn her off and push her away. And yet there, would be, there have been times over the last decade during my dating years where, when I couldn't help myself. Hey, how are you? Just checking in. What you up to? Hey, I haven't heard from you. What's going on? Hey, it's been a couple while. Like, are you okay? And her being like, yo, like, I'm good. What What the hell? Like, you know, and then just be like, I'm turned off. You know what? This I don't feel this is working right. I'm out. I'm like, damn it. I've certainly done that. So in this regard with my current girlfriend, I was I was playing coy. I was playing, uh, playing I was just matching kind of 
her her level of communication, right? Little did I know she was doing the same thing with me. <laughs> so we're we're kind of playing not so much playing the cat and mouse game, but we were just you know more or less uh, not rushing into things. And she, you know, again, she was dating other other guys, and uh, we weren't exclusive at that point, so I was kind of giving her her space. But I was starting to feel more and more feelings for her, and so I felt more and more and more anxious, right? So here I am up in the mountains camping out with my buddies, with one of my buddy. I was just telling him, like, dude, like, I really like her, but I haven't heard from her. I th- You know, we had a conversation, you know, last night before I came up here, and it was a pretty kind of difficult conversation she told me she felt like she I was being kind of controlling and manipulative which was the first time she kind of you know <clears throat> gave me some negative feedback which of course triggered me and I was like oh I'm not enough and I can't you know I won't ever be loved and <clears throat> and so <laughs> long story short of course I go up to the mountains I I it just it was it was a great opportunity to be taught right? You could say that she was my teacher in the moment. The situation was a teacher. Ultimately, what what I really got out of it, which I passed along to my buddy literally earlier today, was like, man, regardless of whether she texts you back or she doesn't, this is an opportunity to get curious and look at your patterns for how you deal with uncertainty. You know, in my, <laughs> in my instance... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, again, and I give, I give uh, credit to mushrooms, in fact, because typically what I would do is I, I would not want to feel those uncomfortable feelings of sadness or uh, heartache or, you know, rejection, and I would distract myself, I would shove it down, I would act like everything's good, but I actually took mushrooms that weekend, that next morning, and it just opened the floodgates, and I cried for hours. I haven't cried like that in like since my divorce. It's been like ten years, right? Like it just opened. It just it just came, and I could not control it. And again, that what I, I give credit to to mushrooms in some regards to allowing that energy to get up and get out and get through me. Um, and then later on that day, sure enough, I text. You know, she ended up texting me. And we find out that she was feeling like I was avoiding her because of the last conversation we had. That was hard. Like maybe I took offense to it and she thought that I was out. And I <laughs> I was feeling, ultimately we were feeling the exact same way, right? But the story I made out of it, okay, when we talk about number three, don't make assumptions, I made this huge story that I wasn't loved, that I'd fuck this up again, that I'll never, you know, get married, have kids. Like, you know, it triggered all of my deepest, darkest feelings. And it's like, okay, man, wow. And I triggered, you know, it triggered in her too. So she realized she had work to do. So when I come back to my buddy today, I'm like, dude, this is where you have to be really clear about what, what story you're making out of this, you know? And he's the one that actually reminded me, he's like, you know what? I need to come back to those four agreements, you know, by Don Miguel Ruiz, the, the book. And, you know, I'm, taking things personally massively and I'm making up assumptions right I was like you're absolutely right so use this opportunity and this this gal and this whatever this scenario as an opportunity to grow to to rather than make her out to be like uh 
you know, or, or are you playing the victim role of her being like, how how dare she not just take f- 10 seconds to text me and say, hey, I'm, I'm slammed right now. Um, you know, I'll, I'll catch up with you soon. Just wanted to let you know I'm thinking about you or whatever, right? Um, I was like, but what if, you know, again, the assumptions, the stories we make. I was like, what if she had uh, been an accident? What if she lost her phone? What if her, he told me that her, her dad is sick, you know, is dying. What if her dad passed away, right? What if her dog passed away? What if it's her time of the month? What if it's, you know, whatever the case that she, she has every right, right, to not respond, to, 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 do, to do her, right? They've only gone on a couple of dates. They're not exclusive, right? And again, it's so much easier to give the advice. It's so much harder when your heart's invested. I totally get it. I empathize with that. But it is the greatest opportunity to work on you because there's going to be times, let's say even six months or uh, you know, a year, five years, ten years, there's going to be times when we feel that our ego, our sense of self-worth is attacked, right? It's... Uh, <laughs> It's, it's triggered. And the only way that we can really work through those things is when the, the shit hits the fan, right? Otherwise, we can listen to podcasts like this and, you know, read, you know, cool books like The Four Agreements and do this and that, you know, and think that we're, quote, unquote, doing the work. But it's only really when the shit hits the fan truly that we're put under pressure that we can... I feel like really heal, integrate, work through things, work through patterns, okay? And that's what I told him. I was like, whether it's this gal or the next, you have to work through this because what she deserves, what you deserve is that she deserves unconditional love. Uh, You deserve unconditional love. And why not put that out into, you know, (laughs) the, the universe, put that out into the field versus the field of, I'm a victim to, to ghosting and she's not being respectful and making up this whole story about more or less a, a lose-lose transaction versus a win-win where like a win-win to me is like no matter what happens with her uh, or what she's got going on, man, you can love her to death no matter what because that at the end of the day, whether it's for that relationship with her or another gal, you know, that is what's going to ultimately get your relationship to last uh, the test of time, which is even when your heart is hurting, even when you've been triggered, you still come a place of, from a place of abundance, from a place of unconditional love, and that right now, man, is what the world needs. And he's he, you know, <clears throat> wrote back, texted me, he's like, dude, totally agree, thank you, that's what I needed here. Um, and I told him, I gave him an example, I'm like, dude, I've been ghosted so many times and this and that, and I told him, you know, like. Well, he came back and said, yeah, but I mean, chances are she hasn't been in an accident, this and that. I'm like, yes, chances are. But listen, a girlfriend that I dated four or five years ago, um, you know, I hadn't heard from her in a while, like months, right? We had broken up. It's not like we dated that long. Probably went on like five or six dates. I really liked her. She broke up with me because I actually got insecure, played small. That's a whole nother story. <clears throat> and she just didn't feel the chemistry anymore. And she moved on. Okay, cool. Learned some good lessons about how I showed up in that relationship. But then I went to, you know, check in with her and she hadn't texted me back. This is like six, 12 months later. I forget exactly. It's like, what the hell, right? That's a great example of like, why didn't she respond? She had before. I jumped on her Facebook and sure as shit, she had passed away. 
I don't know what happened. Uh, it seemed like from a bunch of her friends' comments that it was uh, not like, it wasn't like she was sick. It must have been an accident. I have no idea. I, I resisted the temptation of reaching out to some of her friends. Like, what happened? You know, it doesn't matter. Ultimately, just sending her love and her family love. Um, but, but stuff can, can change really fast. You know what I mean? And we never know what's going on in someone's life. We don't know if they're happy, if they're depressed, if they're suicidal, if they're sick, you know, or what's going on. Like, you cannot make assumptions. At the end of the day, you always have to do your best. Number four, right? Be impeccable with your word. So be a man of integrity. Don't take shit personally. Don't make assumptions. And number four, always do your best. And so that was my suggestion to him. Like, at the end of the day, man, that all you can have control over is control over your mind and just doing your best. Be the best version of you that you can be. Sounds like the military. Uh, but it's so true, right? So that's, that's my advice to you. Man, if you're listening to this, and regardless, uh, whatever the situation that you've got going on that you might be triggered with, because we're all human beings, that's just life, right? Life is going to keep giving us curveballs that we can either react to or respond to. And at the end of the day, you've you got to be a man of your word, You've got to make sure that you don't take things personally because it's really not about you. It's so easy for us to think that the world revolves around us, but it really doesn't. You know what I mean? And then don't make assumptions. Really catch your brain to, to say, you know what? Do I know that this is 100% true? Or is it this just a an option, a version of what could possibly happen? And chances are, great chances are, that it has nothing to do with you or whatever the story is that you're making up in your head. So just don't make assumptions. That's number three. And then number four, just do your best. At the end of the day, that's all you really have control over is do your best. So anyways, I hope this has been a good uh, little reminder for you. I hope you take something away from it that's valuable. And until we connect on another episode, thanks again for listening. Take care. See ya. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback, and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at Johnny King, Facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.